A, that I'm certain of. In your Bibles, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, Brother Doug and I were sitting at the table this morning. I think we'd run everyone else off because we saw Brother Paul coming knowing that there was a couple of preachers that probably weren't going to make it. And so we just hung around. (laughs) And when he got there, he didn't have it but two to choose from. And so he chose. And I'm sure glad to be elected. (laughs) Yeah, maybe even a little under. But anyway, Hebrews 13 and verse 1. Let brotherly love continue. I think Brother Eldon Jocelyn was scheduled to preach upon the subject of brotherly love. And I'm certain that I could not do the task that he would, but I'm thankful for the privilege to see if God might bless me a little bit to help us. Brotherly love is... One of the natural, normal results of the new birth when there is a new creature made. When the Spirit of God moves in and the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts, it is an impossibility that we can love God whom we have not seen And not love our brothers and sisters in Christ who we see and especially those we live with and are with on a weekly basis in and out of his house to say that we do not love them is to deny that spirit of God that lives within us that can bear bear witness with he the same spirit who lives in them. And if we do not love the one whom Christ shed his precious blood for just as much as he did me, then how can we love anyone but our own selves? I love the way the Holy Spirit started this passage with the word just let. That tells me that uh, it's an easy task to love the brothers and sisters in Christ. All you got to do is just let it happen. I mean, uh, you have to do something to cause it to stop. You have to in some way break the natural tendency of the spiritual man that God has created in us if we don't love one another. You say, well, you just don't understand. This brother has said this or this sister has rubbed me the wrong way or she cooked something I don't really like. I'll tell you, I feel so sorry for you. If these alligator tears wasn't in my eyes so bad, I might even laugh at you. What is it? We are in a condition just as sure as you're saved. You got stuck with me. Whether you like it or not, I told the folks there at New Testament in Bristol, you can get rid of me out of the church, but you can't get rid of me out of heaven. 
So you can learn to love me or not, but you're going to have to live with me and put up with me for all eternity. And you just as well as go ahead and get started at it. Some of them says, well, preacher, you're going to be a whole lot different when you get there. I said, you're absolutely right about that, but I'm not the only one. (laughs) So just let it happen. There is a absolute certainty in any interaction between humans as we live upon this globe in these old bodies of death that we are going to have some problems. Several years back, I was asked by a brother over in, uh, oh, somewhere over in South Carolina, there's a church over there, how many, how long had I been happily married? My wife's already hanging her head and saying he's not going to do this. Well, I did. I told him about two months. And he said, how long have you been married? I said, about 44 years. (laughs) Now, do you know how long I have loved her? More than 44 years. And I've been happily married more than two months, too. I was just joking about that. But I I love her, and as I look around here today, I don't see anyone that I know at all that I do not have a genuine love for you. And mostly you make it easy. You have to try to stop brotherly love. It is a gift of God the Holy Spirit. Our Lord and Savior told us to love one another as He hath loved us. And I don't know if you ever thought about that or not, but that's an unconditional love. That was a love not because of, but in spite of. That was a love that we had never earned. That's a love that we don't deserve, but it's a love that is going to endure to the very end. And that's how we ought to love one another. It is easy. Just let brotherly love continue. Brotherly love is also a very, not only an easy thing, but it's a very encouraging thing. If you look over to the 10th chapter of Hebrews, where our brother has already mentioned somewhat, But instead of just verse 25, I want to look at 24 and 25. Because sometimes I fear that uh, we pastors get into this, don't you forsake the assembly yourselves together, to the point that we forget to let everyone know some of why, some of why it is so important that we assemble together. Verse 24 says, and let us... Consider one another. Think about what the brother and sister around you is happening. What's going on? This is a bigger church than where I'm at now. You have more members, is what I mean. 
I don't think God says it's any bigger. I'll be honest with you. I don't think God's got big churches, little churches. He just got churches. That he loves them all. <laughs> That's just all he is to it. And uh, the reality of it is uh, that we need to know enough about each other to be able to consider. Consider what they're going through. Consider the sickness. Consider the pains. Consider the heartache. Consider the things that's happening in their lives. And you consider, let it, it says, and let us consider one another to provoke. I was preaching on a sermon about this thought one time, and I said, I tell you, Baptists are the best provocative people, the most provocative people I've ever seen in my life. They can provoke, provoke some of the most hateful, mean attitudes in this world. But that's not what God's telling us, is it? He said, consider one another. You see a brother or sister come through the front door and it looks like they just took a sip of water out of that cooler that was made with green persimmons juice. They need some, they need an arm around them. They need somebody to say, I'm here. I love you. I'm cons- I've been concerned about you. If you had someone, I believe it was Wednesday or Thursday morning of this week that I told my wife that God has just put on my mind this one individual. I hadn't even heard his name in years. And I got to thinking about what's going on. Not a member of our church. Nothing to do with me in any way now. But I was concerned. I wanted to know what can I do to provoke him to love and to good works. One of the reasons that we come together to hear and one of the reasons that God instituted church. He didn't institute the church because he needed it. He didn't institute the Lord's Day because he needed it. You know, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. I wrestled, I'm so dumb, it took me a long time to figure out that God says, you fellas, you people just going to need some time to come together and get away from the world and get the world off your mind and let all the cares and concerns that there is and come among some people that love you and care about you and that are concerned about you and they're considering you and they're going to say some things to you that will provoke you to love God, to love them, to love each other, and then to go do some good works. Brotherly love is encouraging. It's an encouraging thing to me. You know, I walked in the door last evening and there was several that just literally put their arms around my neck and some of them were pretty but I enjoyed them all and one put their arms around my neck and said I've missed you now you know I just really encouraged this old man I appreciated that I don't know if they considered anything about it at all or not, but it provoked me. 
to live and to some good works. And we do this by not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as a man of some is, but provoking one another, exhorting one another. Oh, it's so good to see you. You just made my day just to see you here at the house of God. Instead of, where in the world have you been? What in the world? You tell you wasn't here last Wednesday night. Well, man, I was in the hospital. I don't want excuses. This is kind of that attitude that we have a lot of times. And that's not brotherly love. Brotherly love's not looking for a blame to make me look better than I look at you. Brotherly love is to exhort you. If you have a weakness, I want to try to encourage you in that to get up and let's go from it. And mine, you get a hold to me and help me. If you find a Baptist that doesn't need to be exhorted from time to time, I sure would like to take a dose of whatever they're taking because I'm not one of those. I need it. Exhorting one another. And so much the more. You know what we always want to apply that to, preachers, pastors? Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together. Now that's involved in it. But it really is connected with exhorting each other. As you see the perilous days coming on. As you see the evil times that we're living in. As you see the struggle and the harder it is to live like Jesus Christ in a world that is filled with wickedness and in love with all types of sin that would not so much as be named among the Gentiles in years gone by. And we need to be exhorting one another that much the more. Because the day of the Lord's coming is approaching. And we need to be encouraging the saints in brotherly love. Brotherly love is an edifying. It's easy to do and it's edifying to do. In Ephesians chapter 4, and a lot of people around where I wanted to go, you can build each other up, edify, strengthen, uphold, make stronger pillars in the house of God. Verse 31 says of chapter 4, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor that's just running your mouth about nothing except to put people down. Just clamoring. Evil speaking. That all these things put away with you from you. And if you got any malice toward anybody in the God's house, get rid of it. And then be kind one to another. It's easy to be kind to people that you love if you really love them. Where's, where, where, where's, there you are, Mark. I was preaching on this sermon one time. I said, I'll tell you what, friends, when we come to the house of God, we ought to talk kind. We ought to think kind. We ought to look kind. I think we ought to smell kind. 
to one another. I don't think there ought to be anything about us to be offensive to one another. Whenever we come into contact at God's house with each other, it should be showing kindness to edify and help to build one another up. It is astonishing. We've got 10, no, I just baptized a girl. We've got 11 members at New Testament Baptist Church and the one that comes, well, every Sunday, never on Wednesday. <laughs> but that's what we've got there, Okay. And I encourage them. You don't know what's going on in the lives of each other. And we're just, I mean, it's not a family, but we're just like a big family. But still, we don't know what's going on. I don't know what's taking place in the house. I don't know what's going on with Paul's house, if there's anything at all. I don't know what's going on in Troy, or, you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't have any idea whether or not Andy and Carol had a spit and a spat before they got over here this morning. I don't know about that. I don't know if Kara had to kick Sam out of the bed to get him kick started this morning. I don't know about that kind of thing. I don't know what's going on. But I know this, it's not hard for one of us to get crossways. And try to use a ripsaw instead of a crosscut, and all you can do is throw splinters and make a mighty rough go of it. When you come to the house of God, you need to come with kindness. Because I want to come to I want to come to the house of God. I don't want to come to the house of God to get put down, tore down. I want to come be built up, to be edified, to be encouraged in the house of God. Be kind one to another. Tender-hearted. Oh, sissy. I didn't think Gene Geiger had that kind of sissiness in him. Well, you really don't know me. You know the facade that you see of me I put on sometimes. Some of you that I've been pastored for for a few years know a little bit more about Gene Geiger. I'm really not as mean a bear as you think. No, I wouldn't go. I ain't even going away that far. <laughs> well, I know this. I don't have any trouble forgiving one another. If people can forgive me, and more than that, if my God can forgive me. I won't say that I don't feel some have wronged me in this world, but I'm going to tell you one thing. Nobody's ever wronged me like I've wronged my God. And He fully, freely, unconditionally, never to be brought up against me anymore or even remembered. Forgive me of all my sins. Now go thou and do likewise. May your heart be so tender toward fellow brothers and sisters in Christ that brotherly love is not just words, but it's actions. It's not just a Sunday thing, it's a lifestyle.
Forgive one another, even as God hath for Christ's sake forgiven you. You know why God forgave us? Well, it's because I repented and believed. No, it's because Jesus Christ paid the sin debt. The only thing that changed in our repentance and faith is not our relationship with Almighty God, but our fellowship with Almighty God. Now you take that home and roll it around a little while, and I think you'll see this old white-haired feller knows what he's talking about. We didn't become a son or a child of God when we were saved. We were saved because we were a child of God. And we just weren't in fellowship with him. But he restored that fellowship when he saved us, eliminating the enmity, and fully forgave us unconditionally and says, you'll never have to do anything to earn it or keep it. You're my child. Brotherly love is edifying. I'm not sure, brother. Ten or minutes or thereabouts. Uh-oh. Brotherly love is enduring. We just tell you Proverbs seventeen seventeen. A brother loveth when everything's going well. And that's not what God's word says, is it? A brother loveth at all times. You know, when everything is going good and you've got plenty of money and you're buying, you know, the rich have many friends. The wealthy have many friends, however you want to say it. But when you're down, when you're hurting, when you're needing, that's when you know who a brother or sister is. Because that's when brotherly love will come to the forefront. The membership here, I'm certain, knows this, but some years back, this dear precious bride of mine and had a little special prayer session here for the healing of Deborah and Judy. Well, God healed Judy, but it took a surgery that removed a kidney. About a week in the intensive care unit, some time in the hospital, some kind of cyber knife radiation, two or three other operations to remove spots of cancer from diverse places in her body. And by the time it was all said and done, there was a rather healthy bill run up. And we just wouldn't live long enough to pay it. I just all this to it. And I called this pastor sitting right here. You remember, I know you remember. Brother Paul, I, I hate, I hate to do this. But we really need some help. He said, well, I think we can. <laughs> Wasn't too long till I got a check for 2000 and something. I don't remember what, but it's over $2,000. 
a brother loveth at all times. And they show it. You say, well, that's a weird and unexpected and almost never happens situation. That's not true here. It just so happens that I know that's not the one time a thing. But it is an illustration of a brother that loveth at all times. Sometimes a brother needs a word of encouragement. Sometimes love says they're wrong. You need to help them out of that. But you still love them. See, I'm one of these weird guys that believe that if I really love you and I see you're doing something spiritually wrong, I have the obligation to tell you that. It's not going to be good. Troy, is this the way you teach your children? Now, they're standing on that preface that's 6,000 feet deep, and they've got their foot over about like that right there. Strong wind at your back, and you just have to say, lean forward so you can see better. Now, is it love to leave that one alone, or to kind of advise them to back up a little? If someone is doing something hazardous to their soul, if I love them, I'm going to tell them. See, I believe friendship, true friendship, brotherly love, gives me some responsibilities and privileges to speak to one of you or any other brother or sister in Christ if I see they're doing something wrong. I've talked to folks that visit their church it would be doing something that I knew was absolutely contrary to the Word of God. I didn't call them out. My service is over. I had a chance to talk to them privately in the parking lot out there. And I said, you know, I wouldn't hurt you or harm you for anything in the world. But I love you. And this is not, you shouldn't do this. And give them scripture for it. Do you know that's how that lady I baptized last Sunday came to stay with us? She'd been going everywhere. She'd been doing just the same thing she was doing there. She said, I didn't know that was in the Bible. You know what she told me when I when she talked to me about joining? I said, now you know if I see you doing something that's contrary to God's word, I'm going to tell you. She said, I do know that, and that's why I love you. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. If a friend loves you, they'll risk wounding you spiritually for your good. It's enduring, it's exciting. We got a friend to stick us closer to brother, Proverbs eighteen twenty four. It's brotherly love is excellent. Do you know how precious and good it is for the brethren and the sisters to dwell together in unity and love? Read the hundred and thirty third Psalm. You know what God says about it? He says, Behold how good. I look at that like John 3.16. For God so loved. How much love did God have? So. <laughs> how good is it for the preacher, for the people to dwell together in unity and brotherly love? It's good. 
And then there's a happy ending where the brotherly love is at. Close of that 133rd Psalm says, For it is there that God commandeth the blessing, even life everlasting. So, God bless us that this brotherly love might be a way of life every day and every Lord's Day and Wednesday night or any time that we're together. Anytime. Love ye one another. Thank you. Brother.